All right, Kendra, what's up? This is Zach and Lindsay. It's like a Thursday morning-ish still. One cup of coffee in. And, uh, I had two. Doubling <laughs> down. And we're trying something new. We're trying uh, – we want to throw every now and then a little feed, uh, a little thing on our feed of us talking about something else. And so we're calling it VIM, which means very important meeting. And uh, I'm going to get to that in just a second. But we're going to use this to do things like – rabbit trails off of things we taught or something we had to cut that we really think is important to talk about or here's some other ideas somebody had and uh we didn't use them because of whatever like we, we want to do that or even just to show up here and i don't know talk about why i hated coffee for two weeks and now i love it again <laughs> and stuff like that that maybe no one cares about but i do and so um we're also going to use it we're going to do this in here in a minute to talk about why we're doing certain events and what they mean to us and why we want people to be involved so we're going to do that today uh that that version of it a very important meeting means this we're just going to call it VIM if you see VIM it means this years ago um I started this thing where I would put on people's calendars uh, a calendar invite <laughs> that just said very important meeting and um I was in a position that I could like make people go to meetings that their supervisors couldn't override. And so I collected like, uh, I don't know, 10 people that I just thought it'd be fun to hang out with and blow some steam off at the end of the week. And so very important meeting became something that the 10 of us got to do every, how was it Monday it was afternoon Mondays, yeah. <laughs> where it was like, cause Monday, if you guys don't know in church world, Monday's kind of like your Saturday. <laughs> so, so Monday, like back then now it's like uh Thursday is your Saturday. <laughs> so life is weird, but back then that's what it was. Very important meeting just meant a chance for us to get together and be each other's therapist, I guess in a way, uh, confidants, you know, where we could just be like, Hey, these are the things I'm thinking about. And these are the things that we're doing. So we're going to use this space to talk. Like we're in, we just started John last night to talk about like here, here's the stuff in John we didn't get to. And then here's the stuff that I was thinking about. Here's the stuff that I don't get still, or that I see like this. And, uh, and then Lindsay can be like, well, actually, if you read a book, you'd know this. And I could be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh okay. so, so we're going to try to do that. Um, and so today I, I thought it'd be cool for us to use this space to talk about what we're excited about, which is this thing we're calling pathway. Um, our first one is February 26th and, uh, yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay lined up one of our friends, Carrie Stubbs, to come and teach this event. It's a Monday night. It's free. Uh, all you have to do is hit the QR code on our website and register for it. But um, yeah, Carrie's going to be amazing. So I thought it'd be a good chance for Lindsay to talk about what Carrie's going to cover that night and why we think it'd be good for you to be there. Yeah. I think maybe we could back up even a little bit from that and just go, I think something we're seeing, you know, we launched this church in 2020. So in the middle of COVID, and I think something that we've sort of seen and are, are learning as we do this is um, I think as people return to just like the normal rhythm of life, adding another church activity <laughs> to your family's, you know, I don't know, just weekly rhythm felt um, like overwhelming. People just didn't have as much margin. And I think that's something those of us who work in church are all kind of realizing and coming to and going like, okay, how do we then provide opportunities that feel, um, I don't know, feel like something that people want to engage with, but that also doesn't require a weekly commitment, um, more scheduling and more rearranging. And so that's sort of where pathway like comes from is this chance to, um, 
Yeah, get together and hear something that we're curious about that maybe we wouldn't get to talk about on a on a weekly sermon. It like doesn't fit in a sermon series, but it's something we're hearing about or that we're curious about or that we're interested in. Um, and so, yeah, it's just this once a month thing where we get to hear from someone that we trust, that we love, that is an expert in their field, because uh, we are certainly not <laughs> experts in all the things. And so, yeah, this first one is going to be around faith and the self. Um, so what that means is I think there's so many messages right now, I think in culture about the self, right? Like self-care and um, self-awareness and self-confidence. Like we hear this word a lot. And I think those are things that we desire and that are good. Like yeah. I, I- I'm over three on those. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. But then- I think that sometimes collides with or feels like it conflicts with ideas that we hear from church mm. or from scripture that we're supposed to deny ourselves and yeah. um, like give up yourself and follow me. Um, so I think there's a tension in that that I'm interested in. And I go, how do we make these things fit together? You know, how do we understand the self? What does it look like? Yeah, to care for myself well, knowing I was created on purpose and in the image of God. Um, but also, how do I not completely, I don't know, lose myself to something really harmful, maybe, uh, that church has sort of told me I'm supposed to? So we're going to get into all those questions, um, and Carrie will do a much better job at articulating all of that than I can. She's a licensed therapist. Um, yeah, she's incredibly smart, and this is like her area of expertise it's her life's work to to talk about this stuff so yeah it's gonna be outstanding so if you can make it that night uh it'll be an exciting time for our church i believe and 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 what's some of the cool things is that we have a collection of friends like this and so we already have several several of these planned and ready um once a month for a while and uh i think every one of them is going to be different and worth your time um with people that to me are gurus. I mean, honestly, they, they're the kind of people that when you're in a conversation with, you're like desiring free advice from them. And you're like trying to toe the line of like, do I ask too much? Like at what point should I offer to pay? Like, <laughs> yeah. So we got some really great people that are going to be able to come in and, 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 you know, give our community something like that. Yeah. I mean, we talked, so we talked about in our, in our last series, our four weeks of who we are, we talked a little bit about how truthfully speaking, like totally honestly, like I've thought this for 15 years now that small group models are broken. We force people into these groups. And a lot of this was from my days as a student, you know, pastor, but like we force these kids into groups then where it's like, Hey, let's talk about this. And they all look at you like, are you kidding me? Right. And then I would sit in spaces with adults for these last like um seven, eight years of my, of my like ministry life. And I feel like the same thing exists there. And there's like this pressure, right? Like to, to answer the question the right way or to know the right thing or to be in a group with these people. And then we see like, I don't know if anybody else feels this way. Maybe call me crazy. Like, Lindsay, you can call me crazy right now. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> I, I just go like, can't we just hang out with people? And I don't, maybe this is my, maybe this is like my holy discontent of the moment anyway. Can't we just be cool people with each other? Why does everybody have to have a tension point or like a, like, hey, let's talk about this. And it's like, all the time? Really? 
can I just drink a cup of coffee with you and be like, I like you? What happened to that? Right? And so we have tried to create environments where it's like anybody can show up and be a part of it. And, you know, we've most of the time that is bigger community events. And some of my best conversations have happened in a windy park on Easter Sunday with people that I see three or four times a year, if I'm lucky. And those have been really amazing times. Um, and I, and I would say like this pathway is another opportunity for us to just have a room where you could potentially connect with somebody, but you might not, you might just connect with the content that Carrie delivers that night. And that's good too. I mean, I think to Lindsay's point, people's schedules are taxed and we have, I mean, I know for me, like four mornings and five nights a week, I'm driving my kids somewhere, but like I, those things are all important, but this is an opportunity. Maybe you're a shyer person. Maybe you're a busy person. Maybe you're a, I don't even know what I think about this person. This is a chance to just get in there and connect with something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the traditional small group model too, it puts a lot of pressure on like, these and I think that can happen I have experienced that happen where yes I'm meeting regularly with a group of people you know once a week and and eventually they did become my people and safe people and people that have journeyed with us through all kinds of seasons I believe that can happen but I think we sometimes enter into those agreements if you will with like a certain pressure and then if we don't find that kind of friendship or safety or you know, buy-in from other people, I think we then get really frustrated and feel really let down by this thing that we put a ton of pressure on. Um, And that's not how really any other relationship in our life works. And so I think trying to unwind some of that and go, if we can just, you know, put some people who are interested in the same thing in a room together to hear something really encouraging and challenging and relevant and poignant, and then kind of allow adults to go, oh, I feel like I would, you know, want to hear more about you or like to spend some more time with you and let those connections develop more naturally like they would (laughs) in any other situation. That feels a little more interesting to me, at least in this phase of my life now where I go, gosh, yeah, I, I don't have the margin to commit to something. And... I sort of don't want to carry that pressure of if these people don't become my best friends, is there something wrong with me or them or, you know, but can I just show up and go, oh, maybe there's an opportunity here or an invitation and see where it goes instead of like white knuckling this like small group thing to, to fill, I don't know, a need that I just go like, I think it can happen more organically and without all of the, honestly, yeah, weirdness around it. Well, I, I even think, so John one twenty nine that we taught last night, right? Like Jesus looks at Philip and says, follow me, right? And kind of this kind of quick hits a couple of diff- different uh, invitations from Jesus. But at the end, right, he's like notices under the fig tree and they're like uh, this minute detail of this person's life. And, um, and Jesus goes, you think that's impressive that I noticed a minute detail of your life? You're going to see amazing things from this point forward, right? Um, and I just think that there's a, there's an invitation for us in that, which is it's hard to know how to follow Jesus, like in 2024, what that means. Like, you know, like the guy's got the bumper sticker, are you following Jesus this closely? And I'm like, no, but get out of my way. Like, <laughs> you are literally driving too slow. 
But what's that mean in 2024 to actually follow Jesus on, on the, the, in the place we live, in the times we're in, the complexity and nuance of everything that's going on? People think there's easy answers to things like, well, just what did Jesus do? You know, what, what would Jesus do or whatever that is? And I go like, that's great. It's a great question to ask. And I'm not against that question necessarily, but I just go, that's a nuanced, complicated thing. And so when we look at him saying, follow me and you'll see much greater things, I think that this is one of those moments for us. We, we're trying to follow. We want to believe in your name. We want to understand what that means. We want to understand what it means to really get who Jesus is. And I think that the moments like this are our opportunity to see some of that, um, to see far greater things in our life, to understand what it really looks like to, to kind of sojourn with people around us and say, like, we are... This person might not be my best friend forever, but right now in this season that we're in, it makes sense for us to do this together. And so let's do this. And I think this is one of those opportunities for us. Yeah, that's good. Here's a segment. I woke up today and I put my sweatshirt on and I go. (laughs) Did you have your socks on first? Of course. (laughs) And I smell my sweatshirt and I go, I haven't been to Taco Bell in 25 years. (laughs) Is this sweatshirt dirty? Am I crazy or does something else smell like Taco Bell is in my house? Is it the sweatshirt you wore for our staff dinner that we cooked in that is now ruined? No. No, no, no. no. But I washed that one. But even still, I was like, maybe you washed it and it's It's still ruined. going. That's a possibility. <laughs> do you ever feel that way? And I'm like, do I, am I the guy that smells really bad and I don't know it? Because you know, like you'll go up and talk I, to somebody. Because <laughs> I've known those people where I'm like, you smell like the locker room at 24-Hour Fitness, right? And I'm like, am I that guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope not. <laughs> All of a sudden, I mean, one day, truthfully, if you can relate, drop me a line. One day you wake up and you have white eyebrows like that are a different texture than the other ones. And all of a sudden you're, you know hypothetically a 45 year old man and you have to figure out how to pluck eyebrows for the first time in your life. One day, maybe you wake up and you smell bad from now on. <laughs> I don't know. Is that possible? <laughs> Kendra, we love you. We hope you're having a great week and we can't wait to see you. Maybe Wednesday, maybe before that, if you happen to see us at study or the grocery store happens sometimes or I don't go to Walmart that often, but sometimes I pop in. Maybe I'll see you there. (laughs) (laughs) This has been VIM, and thanks for joining us.